The French colony of Saint-Domingue, located on the island of Hispaniola, was a source of wealth-producing sugar, coffee, cotton, indigo, tobacco, and cocoa. Toussaint Louverture's father was the son of a chieftain in the Kingdom of Dahomey in West Africa. Captured in war, sold as a slave and having made the journey in a slave ship, Galginu became Catholic and married Pauline. Toussaint Louverture was the eldest of his eight children. As a young slave, Louverture cared for the flocks and herd, plus had some knowledge of medicinal plants. Early settlers of Saint-Domingue were not all French. They were known as boucaniers or buccaneers because of the open fires on which they smoked meat from the wild cattle and hogs they found roaming the island, which was previously inhabited by Taino Indians who died off from diseases from Christopher Columbus' voyage in 1492. In 1687, St. Doming was inhabited by roughly 4,400 whites and 3,350 black slaves. By 1714 that number increased to 6,668 whites and 35,451 slaves. In 1730 the slave population had risen to 79,545, and in 1779, there were 32,650 white and 249,098 slaves. By 1780, there were nearly 12 black slaves for every white inhabitant, the wealthiest St. Domingue plantation owner was far richer than George Washington or Thomas Jefferson. The average life expectancy for a slave after arriving in St. Domingue was no more than 7 to 10 years. In an attempt to ensure slaves' humane treatment, the Negro Code was enacted by Louis XIV in 1685. It ordered that slaves be given two pots and a half of manioc, three cassavas, two pounds of salt beef or three pounds of salted fish every week. About enough food to last a healthy person for three days. Slave owners were responsible for two new sets of clothing every year and encouraged to provide for their education in the Christian religion. Instead, slaves received half a dozen pints of coarse flour, rice or peas and half a dozen herrings. Mutilations were common. Many of the newly arrived slaves at the time of the revolutions had military experience, having been taken captive in wars in the Congo region of Africa, they would make an important contribution to the uprising that began in 1791. At the time of the Haitian Revolution, St. Domingue was the biggest market for African slaves, approximately 30,000 were imported every year to keep its economy going. In 1789, the colony had nearly 500,000 slaves and produced almost half of the world's supply of sugar and coffee. The vast majority of those who participated in the Haitian Revolution were illiterate, and the documents pieced together of the events which occurred between 1791 and 1804 in the fastest-growing, most prosperous of all New World colonies are largely from whites who were hostile to the movement. Most of the surviving documents about the revolution are only available in France, and the books which are usually in French are found mainly in major research libraries. While the U.S. Constitution which was drawn up in 1787 spoke of freedom, blacks were denied their full rights as citizens. In contrast, the Haitian Constitution of 1805 stood against slavery and racial discrimination. In contrast to other leaders in the Haitian Revolution, in 1791 Toussaint Louverture was no longer a slave, he had gained his freedom by 1776. He had no white ancestry and had not become an independent property owner. At the time, he was working for his former owner, Bayon de Libertat while other members of his family were still enslaved. Inspired by French revolutionary ideology and angered by generations of abuse at the hands of white planters, the initial slave uprising was quelled within several days, but ongoing fighting between the slaves, free blacks and planters continued. 
Before anyone knew of the event that was to transform the situation in St. Doming, on August 22, 1791, a massive slave insurrection had begun in the North Province. By 1801, St. Doming remained a French colony with Toussaint Louverture ruling it as an independent state. He drafted a constitution in which he reiterated the 1794 abolition of slavery and appointed himself governor for life. In 1802, Napoleon dispatched his brother-in-law, Charles Leclerc, to capture Louverture and return the island to slavery under French control. Captured and imprisoned at Fort de Luxe in France, Louverture died of pneumonia on April 7, 1803. Independence for Saint-Domingue followed in 1804 under the leadership of Jean-Jacques Dessalines, who changed the name to Haiti. The U.S. refused to recognize Haiti's freedom for six decades.